0: welcome back welcome back welcome back salute to you all my name is joey thank you so much for riding with me i really appreciate it i did change the channel name to man husband father uh because of a route that i've decided to go and so uh if you see the name change that is what it is and then we changed the other podcast that i have with my wife as well uh to tuxedo time and there was a reason for that which we already explained on on the channel so if you follow that um Channel, you, you already know why we changed the name to Tuxedo I think a lot of people were having difficulties pronouncing that name, Stimmons. Um, it, it was just a name, my, my wife's first name and my last name combined together to create that name. And I think a lot of people have difficulties. So that's, that, that was about that. But we, we're going to put that on the side and just pretty much move to uh, what it is that I'm going to talk about today. And I think this channel is going to be pretty much very fun. Uh, starting henceforth pretty much it's going to be pretty fun because i've decided to focus mainly on fathers male well we'll probably talk about women too because i think it's one of those things that i won't lie every now and again i get people that ask me questions or people will just shoot me a test like hey what do you think about that video you know it feels like something deep down tells them maybe I have some answers that might be profound, right? So as dumb as I am, maybe I'm not that dumb. So hey, we we'll probably still talk about women too. But mainly the reason uh, for the name change to men, husband, father is pretty much to focus on men. It's pretty much to focus on masculinity and you know things of that nature. Not necessarily red pill, because I think if you follow the Sincerely Statements podcast, you know, now known as the Tuxedo Time, You already know my stand on on Red Pill. I think I've actually on this channel on some of the previous episodes, which might be removed, uh, talked about Red Pill and all that and and what I think of them. And so this is not Red Pill. That is just Alpha. That is just a man's channel. That is just a father's channel. That is just a husband's channel. We want to talk about those things that that men need. And so what I would say is, I think if you are a man, as a young man, my main focus pretty much is to talk about some of the things that I wish I knew back then as a young man um, that I never really experienced, right? Like I didn't get people talking to me about these things. I kind of maneuver my way around it and figured it out myself, right? So those kind of things. And then also to talk about, you know, parenting and and fatherhood and all that stuff. That's why I named it man, husband, father, So that we can dive into, you know, all these kind of things. But hey, let let me just cut that short and go straight to the point. So I wanted to start this particular episode, which I'm guessing I will make this the official episode one for the channel. The official episode one for men, husband, father. I'll probably make this the official episode. So the first thing that I want to talk about is, is manhood, right? If, if you guess the name of the channel, I think it's it's pretty obvious that that would be the first thing that I would talk about on, on the very first episode. Actually, it's a lot of things that I want to talk about, but hopefully, you know, I can get through some of these things, and if I don't, I'll probably just, you know, do it another time that I should. However, actually, I might just record all of it and then cut it into different episodes. So uh, I have pretty much a few things that I wanted to talk about man you know being a man and all that talk about life talk about what type of man you are that's actually where i'm going to begin what type of man you are so the reason why i want to start with what type of man you are and i think this will be great is because there are different types of men and i think if you understand the type of person you were it will it will help you maneuver a little bit easier it will help you deal with your flaws and things that you can work on really easy, right? And so mainly starting with a whole new official episode. That was the first thing on my mind that I wanted to talk about, right? Those kind of things. And let's let's start with, you know, being a man, right? And then we dive into life itself and how to carry yourself and all that stuff. Because I, I really want to talk about these things that will pretty much build a clique for men, to have this type of conversations right and if you're a young man that you you will really like look into these things follow this channel and if you're not followed pause right there if you are not followed if you are not subscribed to the channel if you are not subscribed to the audio podcast go ahead and do that i'm giving you a minute right there we go all right thank you so much if you already did i really really appreciate that um if you're a young man, I would think this would be one of the nicest uh, podcasts to follow at this moment, especially if you are like an immigrant or if you're from Africa and stuff like that, because I got pretty deep you know, insights about those things that will really help um, because as a young man in, in my early teenagers or late teenagers or early 20s, mid 20s, I didn't get people talking to me about these kind of things, right? And so that is why I think that is really, really vital for like, you know, men, men in that stage. And then we will still get into the husbands and the fathers and all that. And hopefully I get to have, you know, guests and stuff like we do on their tuxedo time. Talk about manhood and, you know, fatherhood and all that stuff. So um, I think this would be really, really great. So let's start with, you know, being a man, right? Being a man. And as much as the media wants to fool us and make us think that being a man is like a whole new evil thing because there are a lot of red pills out there like let's let's not kid ourselves and i don't necessarily think the red pill is a bad thing let me let me just say that i don't think it's a bad thing i think they 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 have some beliefs that i don't agree with them and that is why i don't necessarily want to associate myself with men that call themselves red pill that that is pretty much it because there are some traits that I've seen on media about people that claim to be red pill and all. And those are not the traits that I want to associate myself with. And, and that is why I kind of stay away from those kind of things. But let's let's talk about being a man, right? First, there are there are different types of men. If if you're not familiar with it, you know how we have the alpha and then omega, right? In this space of manhood, we have the alpha, um beta, and then we have the sigma, right? I'm not sure if you are familiar with sigma, but if you are not, we're going to touch on those things. But I'm just going to read a little bit of some stuff that I put on now uh, so that you can grasp what exactly these are. Understand where you stand as a man, know where you fit in, and pretty much ponder on that. We, we will touch on it on maybe next episode and probably talk about how you can change from whatever if you are if not necessarily an alpha i would i would say if you can try to step into the alpha zone that would be great uh because you don't want to be a beta male that mm, no not so good I don't, I don't think that is really really good um i don't think that is a stage for like a type of man you want to be especially in this 2023 like you don't you don't want to be a beta male because there are a lot of women out there that will really take advantage of you so so let's let's dive into you know these type of men first and then we can get into you know some other things so let's start from the bottom up right so beta male and these are like some stuff that i grabbed from online and stuff so you can do a little bit of research yourself dig into it find out you know where you stand where you fit in and if you want to switch and make your life a little more better, a little more easier and, you know, gravitate towards alpha male, maybe that would be great too. And, hey, I'm not saying even if you are a beta male, that is necessarily a bad thing. Don't don't get me wrong. Or if you are a sigma, it's a bad thing. No, it's not. But I think if you understand where you stand, um, the type of person you are, it helps you know yourself a little bit more. I'm not saying to turn that into some narcissistic kind of, no, not that, but know yourself, know the type of person you are and the things that you can work on to improve yourself, right? Because I think as a man, the, the best thing for men to always do is to always try to be better than yesterday, try to be better. And I think that is one of the reasons why I switched everything that I had planned, all the topics that I had down for the channel, I pretty much scrapped all that, trashed it and then started all over with the man, husband, father because I, I felt like this was more important to me, being a man, being a husband, being a father, I think that these kind of topics were more important to me. So uh, definitely, that that is one of the reasons that influenced this. So hey, be better than yesterday, for sure, as a man. But let's let's pretty much get into, you know, these type of men uh, that we have, and then you can figure yourself, out, learn yourself a little bit. So the beta male, let's start from the bottom up. It says, the term beta is used... As a as a self identifier among members of a manosphere, particularly insults who do not believe they are assertive or traditionally masculine, and feel overlooked by women, it also used it is also used to negatively describe other men who are not deemed to be assertive, particularly with women. Well, already it kind of speaks about women, 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 women. But let's not let's not kid ourselves. Men, uh, the life of a man and the things that men think about is one, money, women, health, lavish lifestyle, those kind of things, right? So um, it's no surprising that these kind of speaks about, you know, women, women, women and all. Like, I think we can clearly understand why that is. And being a better male sucks, I can tell you. I think I know a few from my early 20s or teenagers that I knew that these were like beta males, right? And being a beta male sucks. I'm not gonna, it's not fun. There's nothing fun about being a beta male. Being a beta male, it's like women take advantage of you. Even other men don't really take you serious. And we, we will pretty much dig into probably next episode, the the things that beta males do and all that stuff so that you can or you can even research more into it but we, we definitely touch on those as well some qualities of of a beta male and and things like that so you can understand like is, is that you you know what can you do to improve what can you change from that because not only do you not do better with women i don't think your fellow men actually take you serious either right because your fellow men see you as weak. Other men see you as weak, right? And before we even go into it, don't take this as gospel truth, okay? Do your research on everything that comes out of my mouth. These are things that I'm sharing from my thoughts, my opinions, um, experiences that I've had. So don't take everything that comes out of my my mouth as gospel, okay? uh, You can research a little bit more on these things. If you have questions, you can definitely hit me up. On wherever Instagram, social media platforms like YouTube, you can even get my phone number if if that you know if it gets to that point because I think at some point I will want to like give my phone number out to people that really want to talk to me. So that being a beta male it's not fun. It's, there's nothing fun about it. Women don't take you serious. Women might take advantage of you because you appear weak. You appear as somebody they can pretty much control and boss around. And I'm not. I'm a firm believer of. A man taking control of his relationship, right? So being a better male, I don't think that sticks, cause even your fellow men don't don't look at you right, right? So um, let's let's move on to the sigma male. And like I said, we we'll probably you know delve a little bit, we'll get a little bit more into these type of men, and then see where you stand. If if you think you are in a spot where you don't want to be, then you can work on yourself, cause. Like I mentioned, you got to be better than you were yesterday. Just be better than yesterday. And every day improve by 1%, by 0.5%, by 0.1% as a man. That is good enough. Just improve on yourself every day, right? So the Sigma male, so it's a slang term used in masculine script uh, subcultures. For popular, successful, but highly independent and self-reliant men. Another term for sigma male is a lone wolf.er So you know the the lone wolf term. I think is is been around. Um, most people are just not familiar with the sigma male because we are more used to the lone wolf.er It's like the kind of man that wants to do everything by themselves. Most of the time, here is the thing. I find myself having a lot of features of like a Sigma male, right? But it doesn't necessarily mean that I do stick there because there is a big difference between a Sigma male and an Alpha male, and that is Sigma males like to be alone. Alpha males like to be in a pack, right? They like to have a team, a network, and I'm that type of person. And pretty much everybody around me that is really familiar with me can testify to it that I love to do stuff including people in it, like business, whatever, whatever I'm doing, I want to include people in. I like to build a team. I like to build like a network that will work on something. So the, the Sigma male is kind of like an alpha male, but then they are like a lone woofer. They like to do stuff on their own. They like to do everything themselves. It's kind of like an alpha, but they are like alone, right? They, they don't try to build a team or anything. They like to do shit by themselves. Most of the time, very introvert, okay? Most of the time, very introvert. But here's the thing. In the African community, especially in like the Ghanaian community, which is what I'm really familiar with, our community might push you into becoming a sigma male, even if you are like an alpha male, right? That is what I mean. In In the black community, in the Ghanaian community, I should say, because if I say black community, it just kind of puts everybody in the same bucket. In the Ghanaian community, even excluding Nigerians and all these other Africans, because I don't know about their cultures. From what I can see from afar, Nigerians seem to be a lot more together and and kind of work together. So I can can speak more to that. But in the Ghanaian community that I'm really familiar with, the community itself and how we are raised will push you, even if you're an Afro, to become a Sigma male, right? That is what I mean by that. So, alpha males like to be in a pack. They like to network and do things together. In the Ghanaian community, especially the immigrants in the States, it's about fight for yourself, okay? It's it's more about fight for yourself. We party together, we do shit together. We don't network to build ourselves together. That is one thing that we don't do, okay? And... If, if we're going to be honest with ourselves, there is sometimes a little more of the, the crab in the back end mentality. Who's going to hit to the top first? And so if you are going up and you happen to get through my ladder to get up, oh, I'm going to move my ladder real quick. I'm going to move my ladder so that we can all stay down here till I can go up. So it's more like a, a, a crab in the back end mentality that forces people in the Ghanaian community to basically be Sigma males because then you are forced to be on your own you are forced to not network with your own people so the only way to in that case become alpha is to network with people outside of your people right and it sucks because most of the time in in the Ghanaian community we don't really befriend other cultures which is another thing that we we suck at doing another another curse that we need to break. We suck at befriending other cultures, okay? So being a sigma male, it's not necessarily bad. But like I said, in, in, the, in the Ghanaian community, it's one of the things that we push ourselves to be sigma. Even if we are all alpha, we will push ourselves to be all sigma males because then we don't want to network. We don't want to do anything together. You are on your own. Climb this ladder on your own. You can do shit with nobody, pretty much most of the time that that is how you know it kind of ends up being and that is one of the reasons why i kind of switched on the the topics that i and the things that i wanted to discuss on this channel on this podcast was to kind of talk about these things and break these curses change some things around right and I know it might take a minute because that's that's one of the things and one of the reasons why I wanted to go the other way because there are so many things that I can talk about that people gravitate towards. There are so many things that I can talk about that are kind of like worldwide information that people will want to hear, right? But then I realized in this space, it's a lonely space. It's kind of like a lone wolf of space. It's kind of like a Sigma space, basically. Like when you are in this space, people don't gravitate towards you. When you are in this space talking about being a man, being a husband, being a father, people don't give a shit. Because most of the time we assume we know better than the other person. That's kind of like another Ghanaian community thing, right? It's kind of like the Ethan and the Sebastian conversation that we talked about on the Tuxedo time. People always assume that as long as they are older, that they are smarter. That is another thing. As long as they are older, they are smarter. That is not always true, right? However, like in this space, when I thought about it, I was like, well, it might take a minute to get the attention of people that actually want to be real men and and do change things I'm about themselves, about their community, about their family, about their future, right? It might take a minute because people don't easily gravitate towards this. But then I figured, well, as long as it would take, I would still jump on this, right? Because I think it's much better here knowing that you can influence few people and make a change than talk about a whole lot of things that people will gravitate towards, but you didn't really have an impact, right? I love to have impact on people. Like most of the time, I would want you to hear me say something that you would think about it that will challenge your thought. That That is the type of person I am. Like, I love to challenge your thought, right? And so most of the time, I might appear as the contrarian most of the time because while everybody's going that direction, I'm looking at it like, well, what about this side? We're here, right? And most of the time, when I figure stuff like that out, I love to like build a network and then tap into that other side and see what's up over there. The problem is in our community, it's hard to do that kind of thing. You can find people to network with. You can't easily find people that want to partner with you and do anything. We don't we don't partner. Like if you go to the African community, I can bet you the rate at which people partner to do things together is little. You your only partner is your family. Your only partner is your spouse, your wife, your husband, right? That's your partner. Like you can't really partner with people that you party with. Because the people that you party with just want to party with you. They don't want to have businesses with you because everybody's thinking for themselves. Everybody's trying to be richer for themselves. Like that's, that's just how we were raised to think, right? That's just us. That's, that's another thing. Well, let's, let's go into like, you know, the alpha man, which I believe is more attractive for a man to be like for a man to be alpha, I think, in my opinion, is more attractive compared to a sigma male or even compared to a beta male. Well, to a beta male, I don't think being a beta male is attractive anyways. But so an alpha male, it says, an alpha male is a man who is highly intelligent, confident, and successful. Alpha males are generally considered great leaders and prefer to be in a position of power. Common traits alpha males possess include being in a position of power, being comfortable with high levels of responsibility. And then it goes down. It says, well, alpha males are the leaders in their relationship, which which is good. So remember when we talked, like when I started, I talked about men should take charge of their, you know, their relationships and stuff. And then even before that, I talked about the things that are on a man's mind. It's usually women, money, you know, the fancy lifestyle and all that stuff that comes with it. Those things are usually on a man's mind. Not saying there are men that don't think like that. I'm just saying majority of men do think like that, right? Like those things are usually on a man's mind. So when it says, you know, alpha males are the leaders in their relationship, it's pretty much pointing to how these alpha males operate in, the, in their relationships, like in their um, sexual life. Well, not necessarily sexual life. Uh, what is the word? Intimate, intimate relationships, right? They are usually the leaders in their intimate relationship. So, it says they aren't controlling, but they are very open about what they want and they don't wait for a potential mate to approach them. Notes that is uh this doesn't mean his partner can be in control of her own life. He often likes when she is. See, that is the part that I, I feel like, oh man, we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> like a whole lot of stuff to talk about that. Looking at this, I'm like, it's going to take forever, but I'll probably jump on the next episode. I will edit this into like the next episode. So, this is the part that I feel like the media misses and people that are red pill usually kind of confuse it a little bit for the media, right? When it says, you know, alpha males are usually the leaders in their relationships. They aren't controlling that. That is the part that i wanted to kind of emphasize on the lobby they are not controlling so for me per se let's say like i love to be in charge of my relationship i've always been like that since since maybe 15 right since i can remember i don't know when when i had my first girlfriend i think i was like 13 i was i was like 13 when i first had a girlfriend i think so well as far back as I can remember, I've always wanted to control my relationship. Like I I decide what I want and I come for what I want. That that's just me. I've always been that type of person. And if you know me personally, or if you know about me, you'll know that's that's just what I am. I, I see what I want, I see I want that, and I'm and I go for it. That's that's just me. I don't wait for you know a woman to kind of approach me and that stuff like if I do that, I'm probably just laying back on purpose, right? I've always gone for what I want and I stick to what I want. I, I have a, a, a clear picture of what I want and if you are not gonna fit in that, then sorry, right? It kind of goes back to that conversation that we were talking about, your lady getting, you know, dressing provocatively on the social media and all that and I say, men don't want that. Pretty much saying alpha males don't want that. Alpha males might want to take control of their relationship. And most of the time, they don't want you to get naked on social media and show it to the world. That That's just not them. Because alpha males love to be leaders, be respected and all. And you doing all that kind of affects that for them. It screws that for them. So alpha males don't really want that. So, you know, these alpha males are not necessarily controlling, right? That's the point that I, I, I wanted to hit on. Because the red pill that we see on social media now, most of the time, these red pill folks, they love to control. Like they control literally everything. And it's not more like they have a clear picture or clear view of what they want. It's more about they they want to control. That's basically it. More about they they want to control. They want to control. Everything and being controlling is not necessarily a leader, right? It's not necessarily a leader quality. So let's let's look at it this way. So let's take a director of a, at a job for example, right? The director is leading his or her team, but then if you realize that in those corporate environments, the director leading the team as much as they they make the the major decisions and stuff. They rely on the managers and the supervisors and probably even the team leaders to make most of the decisions. When they bring something up, they want to pick the the manager, the supervisor, the team leaders, and all these folks brain on that before they come to a conclusion, right? That's a leader. So, and then there are instances where a leader will kind of take all this into consideration and then decide, well, this is better and I, I think we're going with that instead, right? In that instance you know the leader still took your 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 opinions into consideration and made a decision as a leader. Now controlling is more like what you say don't matter, I don't care. It's just what I want. It's kind of like like the normal controlling term that we know, like men that control. I don't think that is alpha and pretty much clearly here, this this here that i i I grabbed from online clearly stated that too right and then like i said hey don't take this as gospel truth just look more into it yourself being controlling is not necessarily alpha and i think the red pill on social media now they (laughs) they go so crazy they make it appear as though being an alpha is being controlling, insulting women, doing disrespecting women. That, in my opinion, is not an alpha. Like, being disrespectful in itself, I don't think it's an alpha trait, right? And and red pill folks seems to do that a lot on social media, at least on social media. The majority of people that call themselves red pill, very gentle and calm, respectful. They are clearly alpha, right? That That is what they are. They are alpha. And they they don't do nothing that these crazy red pill folks are doing on social media. And and that is why, you know, I don't necessarily have a problem with the entire red pill people, but I do know they are crazy out there. There are people that say they are red pills and they are crazy out there. And I don't want to associate myself with being disrespectful towards women and stuff like that. That That's not offered to me. I think that's dumb a little bit. And so these type of men that are alpha are not necessarily controlling, right? And another thing that it made mention here, it says that it doesn't mean that they don't want uh, the, it says, no, it's that this doesn't mean his partner can be in control of her own life. He often likes it when she is. See, that is the another thing. This is another thing that kind of tricks people a little bit, right? So being an alpha, so I'm not sure if you heard the term, You know, men say, Well, I want a a woman that is independent, right? Now, when you are independent, when they say, Well, I want a woman that is independent, that's you are independent on your own, not independent in a relationship, right? So on your own, you are very independent. You you run your own life, you take control of your life. It doesn't matter, you don't have to own your own business, but at least you, you prioritize everything in your life accordingly and you are able to take charge of your own life. You are not messy, right? Like you you have your work or your job or your business, whatever it is that you do. You take control of your life. You pay your bills. Everything is on point. You are kind of independent on your own. Alpha males want women like that, right? Like when you're on your own, you you can do stuff right and they can trust you to be able to make some wise decisions but then in a relationship they don't want you to bring a bossy attitude to a relationship because then when you come into a relationship now you have a king in the house right who is going to treat you like a queen so you will need to trust him in in most instances right that is where i think it kind of gets a little bit tricky because then Women think, well, you say you want independent women, but then you also say you don't want a woman that that is a boss bitch and all that stuff. Yes, like when you're on your own, do all that. Like be, be able to take charge of yourself. Don't be busy. Don't be pushing yourself out there. Be able to control your life and not let people take advantage of you and all that stuff. But when you come into a relationship, that's kind of where you trust another person to lead, to be a leader, basically, Right. That is where I think it kind of confuses a lot of people. And especially with the part that alpha males are not necessarily controlling. Because when you say you are an alpha male, people think, well, so you are controlling. You like to control your women and boss your women around. Nope. No, it just means like I'll lead this team. Like having a family is having a team, right? So You and your wife and probably your kids that will follow and all that stuff, that's that's a team right there. Who is the leader of that team? Somebody is, right? Somebody is leading that team. And usually even kids figure it out quick that usually their dads are in charge, right? Except, you know, when you are in charge, this is another thing that kind of confuses people, which we will get more into when we get into being the husband and all. When you are a leader, you kind of like understand some things that are your strength and some things that are your weakness. And then your partner in that case can have a strength where you have your weakness. And so you kind of assign these kind of duties and roles to them. It doesn't necessarily mean that you are weak. It just means that you are a good leader. You know where your weaknesses are and what you you do worse or where your partner does best and you assign the, the things in the house accordingly and make sure everything goes smoothly where you don't so that that is where the controlling piece comes in right the controlling piece comes in knowing damn well that you suck at this but you still want to do it and you won't let your spouse take control over it even though you know your spouse is better at this right that's kind of controlling the law because you want to be in charge of everything even when you suck at it but that is not a trait of an alpha male because an alpha male person or an alpha male takes charge in a, in a team or place in a network, right? You can be a leader of the pack, but then you understand that this goes to that person, that goes to that person. This person is great at this, that person is great at that. Trying to figure everything out yourself and all that stuff either makes you a sigma because then you're on your own as a lone wolf. Oh, you're just controlling you just moved past being offered to well i would say a red pill because now i think these red pill folks have these streets it's kind of funny whenever i say it, i say it, but i think it's, it's it's just what it is right it's just what it is so these are kind of like you know the type of men that um are out there basically and i would say we will, we will break this down probably couple of episodes down the line or another episode that i probably record we will break this down um but but as a man i would say take take control of this and figure out wh- where you stand like what type of man are you right figure it out learn some strengths and some weaknesses and and your ways around to make yourself better improve on yourself as a man and that is basically one of like my main focus for this channel and the route that I want to go now is to pretty much speak to men, young men, grown men, husbands, fathers, everybody to improve and get better, right? We're going to talk about women. We're going to talk about women for sure. We're going to talk to women because I know like there are several times that I get videos saying, well, look at what this woman is saying. What do you think and all? Like I started with, right? Which means people know that you have some thoughts that kind of profound and they they want to know what you think about these things so definitely we'll talk about women for sure because hey a man is gonna need a woman so we're gonna talk about women so you can figure it out what type of woman you need and all that stuff right now let's let's move on to everything else about life right let's start with life sorry about my well let's let's move on to everything about life right as a man because then it's like welcome to the real world, right? So the the crazy thing about life is that when when you were young, you you kind of have a glimpse of life being difficult and all, especially in your teenage years. And but then you don't really see it a lot, right? Because in your teenage years, especially if you're an alpha, that is when you were like. Really out there chilling with the women, chilling with girls, having multiple girlfriends, doing all that crazy stuff that you want to do. But once you start to go past your 20s, life hits and you come to realize life is hard. Life is hard. Now, on on this particular one, which will probably lead into the second episode, because I'll probably have to cut this, right? On this particular one, I wanna I want to focus on on Ghanaians per se, and then a little bit of people that live in the States, right? But I wanted to focus more on Ghanaians. Here is why. So anytime I've been to Ghana, I don't know how many times that people would tell me life out here is hard, life is hard in Ghana, things are tough, all that stuff, right and most people just sit back and complain there is there is this thing that i always say right no matter what uh, no matter what situation that you find yourself in whatever we we don't really find ourselves in situations i think we put ourselves in situations but let's just go with it that no matter what situation that you find yourself in there is always a way to make it better w- than what you are accepting right there was always a way. Now, whenever I go to Ghana and people complain about the country being tough and things are getting harder and all that stuff, the first thing that comes to my mind is, so you're playing the victim here, right? And men, I think men shouldn't play victims. Whatever situation it is, try to make it better. This is one thing that I always say, However worse you think your life is, there is somebody out there that will be willing to trade with you. Somebody out there will be willing to get what you want or what you have. Somebody out there wants it, right? It doesn't matter. Whatever life that you think you got, somebody is willing to trade with you. Now, when people say life is hard, yes, things are tougher, yes, because life in itself is hard, Life in itself is hard. But let's, let's look at it this way. Think about it this way. So wherever you live, let's say Ghana, right? Let, let me use the Ghana because then that is where a lot of people usually tell me life is hard, things are tough, all that stuff. Let's use Ghana for example, right? Because I would love people in Ghana especially to listen to this because Ghana is crazy. Like the country is tough. I know, I get it. I'm not going to deny that the leaders in that country are somewhat wicked and don't care about the people. I'm not going to deny that. I do get it. People can graduate from schools and you won't get a job to do. You might get a job to do if you're doing national service or whatever. You might not be paid for a long time. Like a whole lot of stuff, right? There is a whole lot of stuff that goes on. However, here's the thing. Whatever situation that you think you find yourself in, Right? I would say that is there somebody out there, is there at least one person, one person that is also in that country that figured out a way around? Now, if you can point one person, then that means there is a way. Do you get what I mean? So instead of sitting back and playing the victim and complaining, because one thing about that country is that there was a lot of money in, in the country, a lot a lot of money over there it's just that the money goes mostly to the rich and the poor says poor right but like like i like, like i was saying right so if you can find one person just one you don't have to find a lot of people just one if you can find one person that is also in our country that figured out a way around it then yes there is a way around it so stop playing the victim role And figure out something to do, right? Once one person can do it, you can also give it a shot, okay? So, instead of sitting back and playing the victim and complaining and all that stuff, try to better yourself. So, another thing that I always say, hey, let's say you have a degree, right? You can find a job. Now, whatever degree that you have that you can find a job, is there any way to start something on your own? Do you need capital? Is there something you can do with a little bit of capital? Like is if like I said, if somebody figured out a way, find a way around these things. If things are getting tougher and tougher, that is where the alpha traits kind of comes in, right? Build a network, build a pack, build a team that you can connect and network with. Find means to maneuver yourself around it, right? Because if somebody did it, then you can do it. You sitting back and complaining. Don't solve problems, and people love to do that because most of the time, when you play victim, it makes you feel good, right? These are kind of like comfortable lies, so you lie to yourself, and because it makes you feel comfortable to tell yourself that you are the victim and accept that you are the victim, you stay where you are and don't try to improve on yourself. One thing that I had some time ago was if I had not traveled. Would I have been better in Ghana? Yes, I would. Yes, I would. That is why I think think that. That is why I say so. Ever since I was like maybe 17, 18, I've always figured out ways to make money myself, right? Even when I was in high school, right? I've always figured out a way to make money. Before I left the country, I had what? At that point... That's when, uh, what what do you call it? The MTN, Momo, these people. Um, I forgot what they were called back then. That's when those had started, right? I had one of these. Like I had people working for me, doing that, right? For me. So just think about it. If I was doing that back then, before I traveled, I would have done it, right? And so it it, it kind of crazy when I think about people back there or even in Ghana or in Ghana saying, Well, it's tough out here and you can't find anything to do. Yes, I get it. Things are tougher. I'm not saying they are not. But as a man, as a man, you need to better yourself and not play the victim. If you keep playing the victim, you don't get better. Okay? Like you understand the situation. You understand that things are tougher. But you are working hard to find ways around it. That is how a man thinks. Find ways around it and keep pushing. Right? Right? time invested is not time wasted okay so instead of sitting back and just relax and play the victim try to do something even if it knocks on a door that will never open you're still pushing harder okay you're still trying that is how a main thinks. that is how men main thing instead of playing that victim role that victim mentality well the president has done this the president see the president don't give a shit when you keep talking And as a man, you need to get your ass off the seats and find something to do. If your degree is not getting you the job that you need, find something else that brings money. Figure it out. Like I said, if one person in that country has done it, then you can do it. Don't play the victim role like, well, there's no money. Well, if there is a will, there is a way. Okay, sometimes we just need to go with that. If there is a will, there is a way. you figure something out. It doesn't matter what job. Because because you have degrees, you might think, well, this job is not good for me. This job is not that for me. Man, do something. Improve a day. Even if it's 0.001%, improve that per day and you will get better. Right? Life is hard. Nobody said life was going to be easy. Welcome to the real world life is freaking hard right you are about to like like especially when you get into your teenagers and stuff you are not about to get into like heartbreaks and all that stuff because women will play with you like no matter how alpha you are and how tough you are women are sometimes sneaky and as a young person you are still figuring yourself out you might be trapped at some point some way somehow somewhere okay so life is hard nobody said life was gonna be easy life is really hard that is what i would say so now like even even in the in the u.s a lot of people do that like before i move on like even in you know countries like in the united states and stuff people do that a lot like we always play the victim mentality yes i get it there might be racism and all that involved but keep pushing keep pushing because we see a lot of black people push right we see a lot of black people do it, right? So why can't we? Why can't we do it? So if somebody did it, well, there is a way then. If somebody, if, even if it was one person, there is a way then, which means just keep pushing. We don't have to sit back. That's that's the thing of men. Like women love men that take charge, have ambition, have goals, have plans, Right? So if you can always keep pushing and pushing harder, that alone is attractive to women. That alone is very attractive, right? So it doesn't matter where you find yourself. The victim mentality is what I've seen. I've seen in the the black community that it keeps us stuck. Yes, we get it. We, we, We have what the racism and all that stuff and sometimes think that it's meant for you. It's giving it to somebody. It doesn't matter. Just keep pushing. If somebody did it, you can also try. You can also do it. Just keep pushing. Because then always saying to yourself, well, there's racism. There's systematic racism. And they just don't want a black person to get better. They don't want a black person to succeed. Like complaining is not going to bring it, though. Complaining is just a waste of your time, right? You're just Complaining you're just complaining it's not going to do anything better but then if you if you do give it a shot at least you know you tried at least you know you tried and if you keep knocking on that door eventually it will open i personally believe that if you keep knocking on that door it will eventually open nobody like so if you look at the world right if you look at the united states the world people that are sitting on top that did great things i remember i read i read something about starbucks was it starbucks That the person that started Starbucks wanted that offer for like 100 times or 120 times, something like that. Never gave up. Just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. Do you know how devoted you have to be to keep and, and motivated you have to be to keep going about 100 times, get denied 100 times and still keep going? See, that is the type of mentality we need. We, we have all this energy as black folks towards other people to sit back and talk about other people all the time, to sit back and talk about unnecessary things. But we will not put that same energy into ourselves and try to get better. That's the problem with black people. Well, especially Ghanaians, right? Especially Africans. We love to talk shit about people. We won't support their business. We won't do nothing for them. Oh, we will party with them. That we would do. Yes, so if you want us to party with you and spend like a thousand grand, we will party with you and spend a thousand grand. But if you need that thousand grand for yourself, no, we won't. Because we don't want you to get better than us, right? We don't build a pack. That is another trade of a, of an alpha that I would say, if you are not this type of person, then work your way up to be an alpha. Find a network, right? One of the things that I've struggled with is building that network. It's like every time I knock on the door that says that I say, "Hey, I want to build this kind of team. I want to do this kind of thing." People shut it down, right? People shut it down. Well, I've had instances where I talk to people about business ideas and stuff, and they will run with it without you. They don't care about you like that, right? Because people love to be the lone wolf.er Lone wolf.er is not always good. Because nobody at the top is a loan wolf. If there is, maybe it's just a few. Majority of people at the top are not loan wolfers. They are alphas, right? They have a network, they have teams. That is what a man is supposed to be. That's what it adds a man's value. It makes you attractive, not to just women. Men fuck with that too, right? If you're an alpha, you are a leader, you know how to control, you know how to have a team. Men love that too. Men love to hang with people that think like that, right? Our first love to hang with offers. The only problem is in our community, we don't seem to network and build a pack and build a team and do things together. We love to be lone wolfers. We are like crabs in a bucket, like I said earlier crabs in a bucket. Everybody's saying to themselves, I want to be the richest one. I want to be the toughest one. I want to be the most nicest one. I want to be the one that drives the best car. See, that's the kind of thing that we do as black people and outside of that we play the victim mentality yeah they don't want us to get up here they don't want us to do this we, come on come on let's keep pushing that that is what i would say honestly speaking like this this first episode i just wanted to pour it all out let it all loose and then from the next episode probably will be episode three because i will have to cut this into two the next episode I will pretty much take my time and dig into some of these things that makes a man more attractive, like how to carry yourself. Like it's one of those things that I, I really wanted to talk about today, but I feel like I'm running behind time. So like taking care of yourself, right? Because when we do all these things as a man, I might as well just get into it and maybe just, you know, the the surface of it, give you a glimpse of, of the things to talk about. So, when a man is making all this money, right? All the money that we're making, the team that an athlete is trying to build, pushing harder and not playing the victim mentality, all this stuff is to make sure that we are financially stable and financially in charge of our life, right? That's, that's what we're aiming for. That is what a man is shooting for when we do these things. But look at it this way. Health is much more important than the worth, right? or the f- monetary worth that we are we are chasing after. Because if you have all the money, if you have all the money in the world, let's say you got it all, everything and you are sick that money becomes somewhat useless unless you have a disease that your 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 money can save you from right however however we chase after all this money and if we don't take care of our health it's pointless because then you will not get to enjoy the money you'll just waste it all on your health again So, this is what I would say. As much as we chase the money, we chase a healthy lifestyle. For me personally, it's like one of those things that I work my way around it, right? I'm super busy on a daily basis that actually getting up and getting into a gym is really, really hard for me, right? But then, Like I mentioned earlier, like if you have the will, you have the way. If there is a will, there is a way, right? I figured out ways around it to to start. Not necessarily like the only thing to do, but a way around it to begin. What do I mean by that, right? The way around it to begin. So my life being super busy not getting the time to get up, go to the gym like I want to, and all that, I decided to put myself, well, with the help of my spouse. And that is why we would get into choosing the right partner, choosing the right girlfriend, choosing the right wife, and all that. With the help of my partner, I put myself on, Um, what do we call it? Intermittent fasting. So pretty much eating once a day, right? Getting some push-ups and stuff taken care of while in the house. I know I've tried the, the treadmill and all these equipments and stuff in the house, but I didn't really jump on it like I wanted to. So I'm easing my way to it, right? Now, I at some point I realized, look, I'm, I'm getting a little bit overweight. I don't look like it. People see me and they think I do work out and I don't, but I do know that I'm gaining weight and I will want that to come down. So, how am I going to do that? I'm not finding the time to go to the gym. So, I'll find another way to replace that for now. Right. And I started with the intermittent fasting, you know, a little bit push ups and sit ups and stuff like that in the house. And I, As of now, I lost 10 pounds, right? As of now, I lost 10 pounds. That is the mentality that I feel like men should have, right? Like you want it. If you can't get to it straight away, find crooked ways around it. But your goal is to go get it. See, that is that mindset for for men. That's a good mindset for men, right? Go get it. Because if we chase all this money, And if your health is not important to you, at some point, you're going to regret. At some point, you're going to realize that you did the dumb thing, chasing the money and not chasing a good health that will help you enjoy the money. So let's just say you make all this money in the world and you are still as fat as it can be, you are unhealthy as it can be, how well are you really going to enjoy that money though like are you going to spend all that on medications or are you you trying to spend all the money that you make on medications or are you trying to live travel places travel the world enjoy life because life is hard but then if you work your way up there to a ladder to the top of the ladder that you want to be you can really enjoy the life as hard as it is, right? Because at that point, it might not necessarily be hard for you no more, right? Health is important. Work on your health. You're working to make the money, you work on your health. The other thing to talk about as a man is how you carry yourself, right? So most of the time, i get compliments and i'm, I'm sure this is going to be the surface of it and i will i will i'll get more deeper into it especially as to how to do these things you know some things to check out for all that stuff right i will, I will get i will get into all that eventually um but on the surface i just want to kind of touch on some things that as a man you you need to take care of right because it it makes you feel good not even for yourself alone for your partner and like your partner feels good for you i mean and it drags like it commands respect it commands respect too so you you work hard to make money you take care of your health you can drink alcohol do all that stuff but you take good care of your health make sure you can live for your family you can live for your kids that you're not gonna die before your time right that you can live to enjoy this money that you're working hard for right on top of that the next thing is how you carry yourself as a man right now when i talk about how you carry yourself as a man it goes it goes in different ways one your appearance okay like how you physically appear in public especially. It's really important, right? If Let me give you this example. I've walked into Walmart several times, the same Walmart in my neighborhood, several times in t-shirts, right? I have a full left sleeve and a lot of tattoo, I mean. And I have right sleeve Not the entire right sleeve. Like I think I have a piece on my right arm, right? I walk into my Walmart a few times. Nobody says a word. Nobody says anything, right? But I walked into Walmart. The same Walmart, the same employees that I knew, very familiar with, they knew my face because some of them, sometimes I stopped to have a chat with them, right? They see me in a suit, and immediately start complimenting why see the thing about how you carry yourself and how you present yourself as much as we love to think that eh, it's not necessary you know i get money who cares yes everybody cares right you can wear a t-shirt and some jeans but based on how you carry yourself even in those you'll be respected a little bit different right so when i talk about how you carry yourself that is the first piece of it how you dress and present yourself to the public right that should be really important to you and we will get into the fashion stuff you know getting clothes and all that now how you dress let me touch on one topic uh one thing about how you dress On top of how you dress, make sure you smell good as a man. There is nothing more embarrassing than a stinky man. I can promise you. The thing is, when you stink, nobody might tell you. You might carry that with you the whole time. The whole time. Wherever you were, you will carry that with you stinking and nobody will say word to you right so make sure you smell good we will get into all these clones and stuff on probably another episode or whatever smell good now let me give you this example i used to work in this you know office environment where you know i had my cubicle and all that stuff and i used to travel to like ghana which i still do like usually december's and I went to Ghana at one point. When I returned, I had been gone for like a month, right? When I returned to the office, I was like an early shift guy. So I I, I go in like around seven or something like that. Went into the office, sat down, started working and all that. One of my coworkers walked in. This was a lady, right? She walked in and as soon as she walked in at the door, she said, Is Joey back? I think Joey is back, right? But I was sitting in my cubicle, so she can't really see me from afar, right? Like, I can't see her because I will have to kind of raise my head a little bit to see her. But I could hear her say, hey, is Joey back? I think I can smell Joey here. The first thing she said is, I can smell Joey here. And then I asked her, wait. Wait a minute. Well what do you mean you can you can smell me here? She said, Oh, I know your cologne. So I can smell your cologne from afar. Like I'm very familiar with it. Because you always smell that good and I sit next to you. So I know how that smell is like. And as soon as I walked in, this place smelled like you were here. See, you would think people don't pay attention, okay? That is another thing to really pay attention to. Like, if you smell good, don't do it too much that it chokes people. We'll we'll get into that. (laughs) Because once it gets choking, then it's no longer fun, right? You would think people don't pay attention. But in this example that I just gave you, this coworker of mine As much as for however long that we worked together, she never said a word to me about how I smell. I know some people did. She never said a word, but she knew exactly how I smell. Because she pays attention. She knows that, oh, this person smells good. Whenever it comes, when when I come into the office and it smells good here, I know it's that person, right? People pay attention people pay very close attention another example that i give you in that same office space i used to get like a, a co-worker well i had switched teams and stuff so she usually will meet me like in the break room and stuff like that and she would always want to give me a hug there were like two people that will always want to give me a hug right and i mean i i had no thoughts or anything as to why so usually it's like, hey, you want to give me a hug? Or sometimes it's just, hey, how you doing? And you know how, you know, when people say, how you doing? They 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 kind of walk towards you with like a hug, arms open. You know, they're trying to give you a hug. So it went on for a bit. So one day, one, one of these coworkers said to me, hey, you know why I always want to give you a hug? I said, why? She said, oh, I like to smell you because your cologne smells good. So, I usually, whenever I see you, I want to hug you to see if you switched your cologne or if you have the same cologne because you always smell good, right? That is another example. People pay attention. Women pay attention. You would think that they don't care or they are not looking. Oh, yes, they are. How you dress, how you smell, they pay close attention get your beard right, get your hair done right. You know, if you cut your hair, cut your hair right. If you braid it, braid it nice. Whatever you do, make sure you always appear right. Because how you appear to people will determine how they treat you most of the time, right? If you appear like you're a raggedy person, people will treat you like a raggedy person. If you appear in a manner that commands respect, they will treat you with respect. really important. Oh so the the other thing is well not every guy because if you were if you were like a you know a young man early 20s and stuff, especially if you are outside of the United States, you might not necessarily have you know a form of transportation I mean a car right? But another thing that I would say, as many should pay attention to, have your own car. That's one, if possible. I mean, you don't have to be pressured into getting one if you are not financially there. Because if you get you a car, you have to be ready to fill your tank, right? So that, that is another thing. Don't be pressured into getting anything. However, if you have one, if you have some form of transportation and all that stuff, if you get one, if you're planning on getting one, whatever, right? Your form of transportation goes with how you appear and how you carry yourself. What I'm saying is not saying go get you like a Mercedes, a BMW. No, that that's not what I'm saying, right? What I'm saying is even if your car is a Ford Focus, oh, make sure that motherfucker looks good. I think Ford Focus was like my very first car purchased in the United States, right? I bought that car for like, what, $1,200 at the time, $1,200. I kept that car like it was a Mercedes. Like I would wash it, clean it, all the stuff, right? It doesn't matter what you drive. Make sure it represents you. You ever been in somebody's car and the car is like really trashy? Man, it speaks It speaks of who you are. I'm not going to lie to you. If your car is always trashy, it speaks of who you are. Treat your car like you treat yourself. You, you know how when you step out, I talked about, you know, dressing good, smelling good, all that stuff. Your car is like a partner of yours if you do have one, right? Your car should be clean, smell good, and all that stuff. As a guy, you never know when somebody will ask for a ride. You just never know. Always keep that clean as possible. It's a representation of yourself. Now, let me tell you this thing. Especially or at least for me, at least for me, if your car is always trashy, I think to myself, you're a dirty person. I might not tell you. Depends on how cool we are or whatever. If we are not that cool, in my mind, you are trashy. It's the same thing with your house. If I come to your house and your house is always messy, in my mind, you are a messy person. You don't, you don't keep your house clean. Because that is another thing, like if somebody gets us, so let's say somebody comes to your home or your apartment, it doesn't matter, wherever you are, where you sleep that you call your home, right? It doesn't have to be a house. That place needs to be clean, just as you present yourself clean on the outside. So you can go out and look clean and smell good and all, and your home is trashy. That does not speak well of you as a man. It just doesn't. It doesn't speak well of you as a man. And you just never know when you get visitors. You just never know when people come to your home. Your home needs to be clean. If people come to your house often, let's say I come to visit a friend of mine three, four times, right? And each single time that I was in the house, that house was messy. You were a messy person. I just completed like that. That has been concluded in my head that you are a mercy person. That's that's who you are. You are dirty. In my mind, you are a dirty person. Same thing with your car. Same thing with your home. Same thing with how you carry yourself. Because the thing is, people will carry themselves right. They will dress nice, but their car is messy. They they sit in a crazy ass trashy ass car. It's always dirty. They live well. Some of them don't even stay home enough, right? Some some men just love to be out there and stuff, so they don't stay home enough. But I would think as a man, even if you don't stay home enough, keep that house clean. You just never know where somebody's gonna visit. That house needs to be clean. It speaks of you as a person. Like it adds to the the, the respect that you command as a man, right? Well, we will, we will get deeper into these things as to how how you can do this as to how you can dress nicely, carry yourself nicely, clean your house, the type of colognes to wear, the type of jeans, you know, shirts, all that stuff. We get into that. The suits, like, you know, if you know me, you know, I'm a suit person. I love to be in suits if I'm going to like an event that is kind of more, you know, I love to be in suits, right? We will get into all that stuff later. This is just tip of the iceberg. Like I wanted to touch on these things that as a man, you need to look out for as a man. If you don't do these things and you are a dirty person, you don't really command respect in the first place. And dressing nice, it's not just wearing a nice shirt. It's not just wearing a nice jeans. It's not just wearing a nice shoe. You know, like I mentioned, like whatever hairstyle you have, keep that shit clean your beard, keep it clean, your teeth, you smell good, all that stuff. But hey, we're going to touch again on that. I'm sure there's going to be like the second episode because I might have to cut this in two. But regardless, peace out.